0: Uh, yeah, so I'm going to be briefly talking today on John 14:12. Any of you know that verse? Anyone know the verse? No? Uh, so it's, Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. They will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. This is one of these verses where you can read it, you can glance over it, and you can go to the next verse. It's one of those that, if you really think about it, it's... Can we really do greater works than Jesus? That's going to be what I'm aiming at today. So I'm going to split the verse into four different sections. So first off, I'm going to start with whoever believes in me. Um, So looking at this verse, another translation I found was the person who follows me in faith, believing in me. So just a few questions to get you thinking. I know it's Sunday evening. I'm sorry. (laughs) What does it look like? To walk a life with Jesus, if every thought you do, He is at the helm. What does, big question to start off with, I'm sorry. <laughs> What's it look like if you, I lived my life and every time I do something, I think, okay, Jesus? The whole, what, would, what would Jesus do? But instead, what would you do? What would you do? Um, do you trust in Jesus for any situation? Thank you. <laughs> do you. Do you trust in Jesus that when you're getting prayed for, that he's going to heal you? Do you think if you're struggling for rent at the end of the month, do you trust that Jesus will provide? Do you have faith in what he's doing? Living a life, I think, personally. Whoever believes in me, you are having faith in an unlimited God. So if you get into a situation where you're putting limits on it, that's your limits, that's not God's limits. Yeah, Um, and when you're praying for healing or you're praying for a miracle are you praying out of hope or are you praying out of faith a good quote from a man I know called Pete Carter faith is the assurance of things hoped for so when you're praying it's great you can pray with hope and you can pray with faith but I'd rather pray with faith than with hope yeah second part will do the works I have been doing. Quite a simple bit. What sort of miracles and works did Jesus do? Shout them out. Raise the dead. Raise the dead. That's a good one. <laughs> Heal the blinds, blind. yeah. Lame walk, yeah. John twenty-one twenty-five said, Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them was written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written which is crazy because you read through and it's parable after healing after parable after healing after parable after healing it's like there's more <laughs> yeah jesus did many works many miracles another translation says will do the same mighty miracles i have been doing jesus also walked on water so another challenging question for you Thames, just over there. (laughs) How many of you feel like you could go walk on the Thames? (laughs) thought not. (laughs) But why not? That's an interesting... We'll get into that. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) But when we are doing miracles, what's our aim? What's our heart? Are we thinking, oh, I'm going to walk on water. That's a brilliant story to tell people. Who's going to believe that? That's a fantastic story. Uh, Pete Carter, again, has a story in Mexico. When he's praying for a baby, nothing happens, nothing happens, nothing happens. Leaves, really angry of God. He uh, had incredible healing with a guy who'd been lame earlier in the day. And he's just like, why is this God? Why has this not been healed? God reveals the pattern in his thinking, which I've had as well before, which is, that'd be a great story to tell when I get back home. This baby is dead in my arms and is raised. Are you trying to glorify God? Or are you trying to get a good story? So I can, if we go walk on the Thames, are we trying to glorify God through that? Or is that just so we can have a good story? When you're praying for someone, is are you loving them? Are you being loving towards them? Are you hoping, yeah, I want you to get better. I'm showing the love of Jesus in doing this. Or are you doing it just because Christians, were meant to pray for people. That's just what we're meant to do. What's your motive behind what you pray for? And when you're praying for someone, is it to boost yourself, feel a lot better about yourself? Or is it to boost your faith? Which one? Sorry, lots of questions tonight. (laughs) I'm going to get you thinking. Uh, So it's just with those two. Jesus had a 100% success rate in his miracles that we know that were written down. 100% success rate. Every single one of you from tonight, do you believe you could all have a 100% success rate in praying for healings? Yes? No? <laughs> Hope so, yeah. <laughs> Hope or faith. <laughs> when you're praying, it's that what's the mindset you're coming from, which I, again I mentioned. Jesus is, our, Jesus is not our ceiling. Jesus is our floor. Jesus said, yeah, look, I did all of this. Here's a trampoline. Start where I finished, off you go. Next part of the verses, if I can find it. (laughs) Next part of the verses, and they will do even greater things than these. What does greater works look like? What do you think greater works might look like? There's different ways I thought about measuring it. Is it by quantity? Jesus was only on the earth for three years. Not very long. <laughs> I'm 19 next two weeks time. I've got a good 60 years, I'd say. <laughs> quantity, potentially. I could do more than Jesus. But is that how you measure greater works? Or is greater works reaching more people? We're the most active generation, the most awake generation with social media these days i can jesus can talk to someone four thousand miles away with the touch of a button i can is that greater works or is greater works doing greater miracles i like to suggest every miracle is a miracle if we pray for someone there a good statement nathan (laughs) if we pray for someone who has a headache and they get healed we celebrate why wouldn't you if we pray for someone with cancer and they get healed, that's a miracle. Is one miracle greater than the other? <laughs> no. Both of them, from a human perspective, with no medicine, with no nothing, are impossible. If someone stands in front of me and it's just me, I can't heal them, headache or cancer. Both of them are equally impossible for God, for us. <laughs> Both of them are equally possible for God. So when we're standing and praying for someone, are we thinking about our impossibility or his possibility? Which one are you thinking about? Yeah, so everyone, I like to suggest that everyone's greater works is going to look different. So personal testimony for me, I've done the school this year as part of the gap year. Um, And one thing I started doing, which I just got out there, was my treasure hunter map. I'll explain that a bit. Um, Treasure hunting is where we'll sit down and we'll pray to God and we'll be like, okay, God, give us some clues. And that will be divided up into name, location, needs, appearance, unusual and dates and numbers. We'll sit down, we'll get some clues, and then we'll go out on the streets of Gravesend and see if we can find our treasure. That was something that I first did when I was, what, 11 12, taken out by my dad. Didn't enjoy it first time round when I wanted to go, but here we go. (laughs) But, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) But first time I went out, I found 95% of my clues. 95%. And since then, I've had a success rate of always finding 80% of my clues for five, six years. About a month ago, I started on my day off on a Monday. I write a treasure map for the week. And I go about my daily life and I think, oh, you've got black trousers, I've never met you, let's go. <laughs> and I've had some really, really great conversations with people because of it. And it's the week I decided to do that, breakthrough started happening. So I was, we rotate through different evangelism groups in school, and I was doing treasure hunting at the time in school. And that week I decided on the Monday, okay, this is my commitment. I'm going to do this every Monday, this is what I'm going to do. On the Friday, I went treasure hunting. Me and Kim went out together. We found 27 clues for one person. (laughs) For one person. Then that's the same week that I said, okay, God, I'm making this commitment. I'm going to write a clue. I'm going to write a treasure map every Monday. And it's not about how many clues I got. That's irrelevant because the week after, I feel like God was humbling me. (laughs) I found one clue and it was an equally good conversation and I got a chance to pray. One clue. It's not the quantity of clues. That's not how I define my greater works. It's the conversation. It's, am I talking to them? Am I blessing them? Am I loving them? That's the aim. So everyone's greater works will be different. Last week I was doing uh, older and younger youth together, which I do on a monthly basis, Um, talking to something similar to this. (laughs) Um, And it was that you can evangelize through opening doors to people. For a lot of them, that was like, what do you mean? How do, how does that work? If the mindset behind me opening doors is, I'm loving you. I'm loving you. I'm loving you. Eventually, someone might go, why do you always open doors for me? You're in. You're in. <laughs> you can preach Jesus then. They ask the question. <laughs> but it's that, what's the mindset behind it? And it might not be obvious. It might not be that your greater works is, okay, I'm going to write a treasure map. That's what I'm going to do. That's what Nathan does. It's going to look different for every single person. Every single person. So, for example, we have a lady at school called Janice who week week after week after week gets some amazing stories of where she's just going about her daily life and she's always got her radar up for God. And it's her sentence which she uses a lot is, I'm practicing listening from God, XYZ. And time after time after time is bang on. And that's going about her daily life. I'll pick on my dad for an example. He'll, we'll just be shopping and he starts talking behind the woman, behind the counter. And word of knowledge, pray for healing, and many times does get healed. You don't all have to do that, don't worry. <laughs> or Laura, I, didn't, I was going to pick on you as well. You had, Laura has a story of where she was singing in her home. Someone living miles away is hearing her singing. <laughs> uh, she talked about it at worship school and said, Okay, what if she's singing and the people in crisis in Syria hear us singing different greater works again you don't all have to pick up singing (laughs) but every single one of you greater works will look different so don't think okay, Jesus prayed and healed miracles he left his home he had no bed he walked roamed the land you don't have to leave your home you can stay on social media and bless people in a nice warm bed Greater works will look different to all of you, so ask him, God, what is my greater works? What is the routine that I'm going to create that will be, okay, I'm making a commitment. This is what I'm going to do. Final part of the verse is, because I'm going to the Father. The significance of Jesus going is that we get Holy Spirit. We get Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6.19 says, Do you not know that your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? Do you believe that Jesus and God are equal? Yeah? Do you believe that Jesus and Holy Spirit are equal? And that God and Holy Spirit are equal? All of you believe that? Okay, with a vote of hands, If I'm standing, if I'm praying for someone and I can have one person standing next to me, put your hand up if you have Jesus standing next to you. Yeah. And then put your hand up if you'd rather have Holy Spirit standing next to you. More people had Jesus. I'm going to give you a clue. In real life, you only have one of them and it's not Jesus. It's a common mindset that we'll think Holy Spirit is less a God. Holy Spirit is equally God. We have the same power that made the heavens and the earth in us every single time we pray for something. So is the limit when we're praying for something, what's in us or what's up here? I'll let you think about that one. So God is in us, the creator, the alpha and omega, the miracle worker. He is in us. So what is your potential? Are you limited in any way praying for a situation, however gloomy it might look, however impossible it might look? Yeah. Is there something in your mindset that's preventing you from doing these greater works? So I'm talking about all this amazing stuff, these amazing stories, ex X, Y, and Z, and you're a bit like, yeah, that doesn't happen to me. (laughs) doesn't happen to me. Is there something in your mind that's like, that's wrying you off before you've even started? Are you disappointed on maybe praying for someone in the past and they weren't healed, and you're a bit puzzled, you're a bit like, why did that not happen? I really wanted that to happen, and it didn't come through. Are you a bit worried? What are people going to think if I approach them with a treasure map? (laughs) What are they going to think of me? Are they going to think I'm loopy? (laughs) Are you worried? Are you fearing man? Is your... Yeah. Are you going for man's approval over God's approval? Which one is a priority in your life? Because if God's opinion of you is your approval... God's approval is more important than man's approval in your life. You're gonna worry, you're not, not gonna worry about how you look when you pull a treasure map out in front of someone and say, do you know anyone called James? That's not gonna be your concern because you're gonna be more interested in what your Heavenly Father thinks of you. And this is a process. I'm not saying you're gonna wake up tomorrow morning and you're gonna be like, cool, greater works from day one, let's go. It's going to be a journey. It's going to be a journey. I'm still growing on my journey. I'm not saying I've got it. I've got my treasure hunt map. I've sorted. I've finished now. I don't need anything else. I can write one for the rest of my life. Sorted. Personally, God's been speaking to me about this. My next step is, can I treasure hunt without a map? Can I go up to someone and say, excuse me, I've got some clues for you, when I haven't got a single thing written down. That's out of my comfort zone. (laughs) But I'm still growing. And then what's the next thing after that? and the next thing after that, and the next thing after that. That's what you have to be challenged on today. Your works will look different, and once you've got greater works, you can't stop because there's even more greater works. (laughs) Once you hit one target, you go to the next one. If a distance runner wants to be a world record, and they beat their personal best, when they get back on the track, they're going to try and beat their personal best. And then they're going to try to be their personal best. And then they're going to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. When you find that you pray for someone and they get healed, what do you want to do? Go find someone else, hopefully. (laughs) And you want to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. When someone isn't healed, do you want to keep keep doing it? Keep doing it, keep doing it. Don't judge success of your works by human eyes. So I went out hunting a couple of weeks ago with uh, one of the third years. First person we went up to, no, I'm not trying to offend you, but everything you believe is bleep. <laughs> second person we meant to said something similar. But that, for me, is a success. Bear with me on this one. We ended up having a conversation. Didn't really go anywhere, but we started something there. We've sowed a seed. So when there's, I can't remember who says it, there's a quote where there's, there could be seven people it could take for one person to get saved. I think I was number one. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm still encouraged by that. I'm like... I've been sworn out, I could go away, I could never trust again and shrivel back in my shell and stay in my safe warm bed. Or I could be like, no, I was number one. Let's go find another person where I'll be the first person in their life. So don't judge it by human success. So again, with the two encounters, I could be like, oh, 27 clues, that's pretty good. And then I get one clue and I could think, oh, one clue. <laughs> I got 27 last week, what happened Equally good conversations, got to pray for both of them and saw breakthrough on the streets. Do not judge it by human success. Yeah. So what routine do you think you can create? Do you need to open doors for every single person you see? Because when you're opening doors for people, you're loving them. So how many people love their mums today? Yep, good. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Did you find that easy to do? Good. Yes, you should all be nodding. (laughs) Including Including me. Yep, I'm nodding as well. (laughs) Jesus had his love on constantly. He didn't change for different people. He was always loving and it was easy for him every single time. The amount of times it says Jesus had compassion on them in the Bible is many times. should have got a number for you. When you have a person, are you always going to have compassion on them? What's, you, what's going to be your heart? Even if they're getting, you're getting sworn at and they completely disagree, or there's someone you have a conflict with at work, or you don't get on with one of your siblings, which I can relate to. Are you always loving them? What's your heart and your intention behind how you live? Uh, so, so, again, something my dad says is, Jesus' goal for us is that evangelism is a daily thing. It's not that we organize treasure hunts, off we go. Okay, phew, I don't have to do evangelism until the next one. Um, yeah, evangelism is a daily thing. How does that sell with everyone? Some of you better than others. (laughs) But like greater works, all of your evangelism might be different. So you don't have to go to every supermarket and pray for the person who's serving you. Because I see a lot of you don't want to do that. (laughs) You can just open a door for every single person you see. Or you can buy little gifts for your friends at work. Or you can always smile. Smiling's easy. You just have to do this no matter what's going on inside how are you going to bless people every day no matter how you're feeling no matter what you're going through what are you going to be like if I've had a hard day I can't be bothered to bless anyone Jesus wasn't like that that we we know of every day he was like yeah I'm going to love people it's a choice You're going to wake up each morning, you're going to be like, yeah, no matter what the day is going to throw at me, I'm going to love everyone I see. No matter what they throw at me, I'm going to love them. Yeah, what routine can you create? How can you apply this to your life? That's what I want to challenge you on today. Mm, Yeah.